everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're not, stupid. It doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. Oh, <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Max. I'm Victor. And I'm Kitty, and I always go last. And this is Hounds of Horror, a weekly podcast where we get together and talk about horror movies. You sound a little like either Andy or Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kitty. And I always go last. <laughs> I got a fun cushion. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite of their lines. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're big fans of Bob's Burgers over here. We are. We are big fans. I think we should switch the podcast to Bob's Burgers. Oh my god. Uh, let's just start reviewing love... every episode yeah. of Bob's Burgers. Start from episode one and we'll just do oh, we'll do like two episodes a week. Okay, this is no longer Hounds of Horror. This is Hounds of Burgers. <laughs> Burgers of Horror. H. John Benjamin Hounds. Because that's really who we're after here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He is the prize to podcast. Um... Oh, real quick, I was going to say before you said that, um, my favorite of the joke burgers is I Fought the Slaw and the Slaw one. Mm. Okay, that's it. It's a funny name, but I don't like coleslaw. I do on Reuben sandwiches. Oh. No, you're supposed to get sauerkraut on Reuben sandwiches. Well, that too. I like both. <laughs> Sauerkraut's fine. I like... Bandy. Good fresh cabbage in mayonnaise, and I like old saggy cabbage that has fermented. My favorite cabbage is old fermented cabbage. <laughs> old and saggy are two things that I don't want to hear you talk about ever again. <laughs> What's the matter, Victor? Are you from Saginaw? <laughs> that was pretty good. Sagata Christie. What's the matter? Yeah. Aren't you having a good old time? <laughs> Fuck, see, like, I don't have time to write this shit before we get here. <laughs> you have to direct the conversation in the material you've already written anyway. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite authors is Sagatha Christie, like you said. Um, Director of Sagriculture. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I don't think that we really have any housekeeping stuff. You can reach us at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. Send us emails, especially if you're H. John Benjamin. Please come on the show. And I don't know why you'd be here, but just do it. It's a oh thing. My God, it'd be amazing. And. <laughs> Who? I wasn't listening. I was still trying to think of like other sag jokes. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. It's well, not a sag night. in the present. <laughs> you don't um, like a sag of chips? Getting there. <laughs> what did you say? Because you said it would be amazing. What would be amazing? Well, you don't get to know until you listen to this replayed in your head mm. whenever you are in editing. <laughs> in my head. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> 
So this week we did the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. We did do the Blair Witch Project. It came out in 1999. It was made with a budget of $300,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they spent it on, I have no clue. <laughs> Promotion, like, probably. They probably bought like a $3,000 camera and then spent $297,000 on Trees. airplane tickets. Or so. Yeah. <laughs> Trees for the set. It was all shot in a studio. <laughs> I have no they, idea where that money went. <laughs> they made a studio the size of a state forest in Maryland. And <laughs> um, the only things that I could figure, because I was trying to figure this out myself. Um, cigarettes. Because <laughs> they smoked a fucking lot of them. <laughs> I, I've been a heavy smoker now for 13 years. I haven't spent anywhere near $300,000 on cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think in my entire life I've ever made and spent $300,000. Well, in, in 1994, when this was taking place, a pack of cigarettes was like $1.50. Wait, they filmed this in 1999, but Nin- it takes place in 1994. Yes. What in the fuck <laughs> it was supposed to be found footage so they had to say that it was out there for a while that's just sort of clever <laughs> although <laughs> it's it clever says, in the way that the stork man goes it's a vlasic pickle <laughs> and it, <laughs> um it did say in the beginning that the footage was found one year later though so it i did. guess we have to take points away so it's 1995 when it was found. And then I guess the police had it for four years. And then... I was just thinking... I, don't, I, I guess just because I would rather be talking about a different movie. I was just thinking about something else. <laughs> thinking about... You said about Vlasic and thinking about him as a, a the cartoon character on a cereal box. And I was like, Pickleberry Crunch. <laughs> Somebody would eat that. Somebody would eat that. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> Would Turns you put water on it? <laughs> Ew. Uh, gross. Well, who puts water on cereal? You put uh, that's, milk. Uh, but, like, I know, but milk on pickles? <laughs> I knew somebody who put ice cubes in their breakfast cereal with their milk. Ew. Uh, mm, nope. They wanted really Here's what milk. you eat. Oatmeal with water or milk. Cereal with milk. So water's only an option mm. when you have oatmeal. <laughs> Regrets. <laughs> regrets were made. <laughs> it takes exactly 15 minutes on a stovetop to make regrets. So, <laughs> How long it takes you to eat them is up to you. I learned that from my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, we watched Blair Witch Project. I'd rather talk about anything else other than Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I am still coughing. I apologize at home. Oh, here's my actor things. stuff for the day. Well, spoilers ahead at this point. Oh, yep. Oh, you haven't seen I can movie. spoil it for you right now. Nothing happens. Um, we have Heather Donahue playing Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard playing Joshua Leonard, and Michael C. Williams playing Michael Mike Williams. That's it. Yeah. And don't bother uh, memorizing their names. The guy that played Josh. No. The guy that, yeah, the guy that played Josh was in an episode of SVU. <laughs> and hopefully he was a drugged out serial killer. <laughs> I think he was. Yeah, he fits the part. <laughs> they found him in the woods. <laughs> um, there have been three Blair Witch movies. You were saying? There have been three Blair Witch movies. The first one was found footage. The second one was not found footage. And I remember seeing bits and pieces of it, and it was awful. The third one I watched in theaters, uh, and it was a, 
I think it was a direct sequel and it was found footage and I remember there was a drone in it and that was about it. So it didn't really have much of an impact. A drone. Mm-hmm. I've seen the first one and the third one. Mm-hmm. I've seen the first one twice. <clears throat> never again. I've nope. seen the first one <laughs> once. Can never force you to do it again unless we start a different podcast. With you others. haven't seen it before this? No. Fuck. I could have told you. Because <laughs> I, I didn't watch it when it first came out. Like, I watched it for the first time like two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, you know, I'm going to see what all this business is about. Because I've heard it referenced in a million, like, Bob's Burgers, you know. Yeah. Like, Tina's like, oh, you mean that forest? It looks like it's full of Blair Witches. So I know what it is, but I, I never watched it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be fair and I'm going to watch it. And I think halfway through it, I realized I was reading a book instead of watching the movie. So you're like, I this was a, an amazing movie. Oh, I'm reading a book. <laughs> I got a text and that like broke my concentration. And I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on in my book. Uh, I <laughs> am going to say a couple of things. One, uh, by the time you listen to this, it's no longer on Netflix. So, so sorry for telling oh, people no. that it was on oh, Netflix. No. <laughs> Um, you shouldn't waste your energy trying to find it somewhere else. <laughs> We're going to be a little bit bitter about this movie. I'm sorry. Uh, also, if you happened to have watched it on Netflix with the subtitles on, they did a fucking terrible job. Yeah. Someone got paid like, to do that. I would have been so lost if I were a deaf person watching that movie. Well, they don't say anything intelligible ever. <laughs> um, it's mostly them screaming at each other. And taking turns going insane, and then, like, when it rotates, like, they're trying to calm that person down now, and they're going insane. Mm. Like, you never know, like, even with subtitles on, you never really know who's holding the camera, you can't really hear the people that aren't directly holding the camera either, so... Yeah, lead actress, uh, I couldn't tell between you and the other dips wearing, you know, wool hats. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. Uh, I because you're all whiny and irritating, and the camera moves so pa- so fast past everyone that it's hard to get any distinguishing features. But um, they also she constantly refers to get it on dad. I want to get it on dad. But the thing is that when you're using two technologies that are fairly close to each other in age, it's not going to look that much different to us later on. <laughs> so looking at that, I was like. Uh, is it a slightly wider angle? What's the difference? It was black and white. Understand. For a second, I thought they were filming it with like an old 90s dot printer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they... <laughs> That's what I thought it was at first. Um, it's letters printed separately, horizontally for some reason. There, behind. You have to print like 700,000 pages to do one scene. <laughs> I think that this might have shown people who have gone forward and made other found footage films that you have to have people that sound very different or else you have no idea what the fuck is going on you also have to have dialogue (laughs) you also have to have a (laughs) plot (laughs) the plot was they went into the woods and the plot was then that they wanted to come out of the woods that's the plot That's basically what the movie boils down to. That's basically me every time I go in the woods. (laughs) Blair Witch, otherwise known as Extreme Camping. Um, All right. So, yeah. um, Camping while scared. (laughs) Who directed it? Did we talk about that? I don't know. Some person. I put my phone down. Some Sanchez and some other guy. Uh, 
And now they have a franchise that's, well... Eduardo Sanchez and Daniel Myrick. That movie alone made almost $300 million. $250 million, it says at the box office. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, that's what I, I was Which legitimately... Which I find to be incredible. I was legitimately serious that when you, you said, what did they spend it on? I said marketing. Like, I imagine that a good 70% yeah. of their budget went to marketing because there They're... was a huge marketing campaign for this movie. Like It, it was actually incredible. Yeah. Like, um, the, the commercials for that movie were... Yeah, so good. I mean, they were. Like, I still remember them. They were so good. And whatever marketing for that team they hired for this movie was definitely like set the trend for advertising horror movies because I think they might have been one of the first ones that had people reacting in a theater with like the infrared oh, camera yeah. and then being like, <gasps> and then being like, it'll scare you like to death and like having people react in a theater. Like all of that stuff that's just a normal trope now that you expect to see in advertisements for horror movies nowadays came from this movie. So there is a lot here to be a appreciative of i guess says fucking you oh, well i did say it but i know all marketing for this movie was handled by eduardo's brother stan stan Wardo. all right so this movie set a lot of the tropes so it's hard to to um knock points off of it for having those tropes that it created but it created those tropes so they have equipment that they need to get as, back as alan grant said some of the worst things in history have been done with the best of intentions. Okay. okay. Yes, he did say that. He did. Uh. <laughs> so I think we'll get to it. There, forget, this but... is not the original found footage film. A lot of people were like, it's the first found. It's not. It's not. There was one in the 60s called The Connection. There was like another one called like Cannibal Island or something. People are saying this was like the first horror found footage film or something. I thought that Cannibal Island was a horror film. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> the um, extent of Max's research was just looking that up and looking at the title. Going, oh, okay, Island. <laughs> Connection. All right. But no, this was not the first found footage movie. It was probably the first popular one. And it definitely kind of opened up the genre. But I don't think that there was another uh, major success with a found footage movie until uh, Paranormal Activity. In the 1960s, yeah. like, where the fuck were they going with those enormous cameras? I don't know. They were, like, the size of television Why sets. don't you ask Sam Raimi and uh, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Campbell? Campbell. And, yeah. and Sam's cousin Ted. <laughs> Who was the one that was lugging it around and now can't Who gets his eyeballs blasted out on the midnight meat train. Oh, my God. There's a movie you could watch besides this one. Um, <laughs> Wasn't great. <laughs> all right. So, mm. our movie starts off with Heather being Heather. <sighs> And try to get my size out. Everything. Uh, Mike being Mike, and then they go and meet Josh, or the other way. No, around. they go and meet Mike. Okay, and pretend like they don't know who the fuck he is. And he's all, Mom, I'm, I'm leaving. If you listeners liked Blair Witch Project, you are not gonna like what I have to say about it. Probably none of it. I feel like <laughs> if this had been the first found footage film that I had seen, I would have different opinions. I don't know. But we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like eating food from uh, an aspiring chef who's never had any training and then eating food from a chef that's had a couple of years of training. Beat me over the head with a baseball bat. And then when I forget everything about my life, we'll watch The Blair Witch Project. And okay. if my reaction's the same. Listen, if we get a million listens, Vic will beat Max over the head with a baseball bat so that he can watch Blair Witch <laughs> Pick a bat you don't like because it's going to break, probably. We're not endorsing violence with a baseball bat. I encourage violence. Also, I'm kidding, I don't. My first note is stop trying to justify the tape. 
these kids went out and blah, blah, blah. The footage was fine. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Nobody does. Nobody. That's the thing, though. That's like I'm having a really hard time because everything I want to be like, oh, this is so overdone. But this is the thing that started that being overdone. So I don't know if I should be harder on it or not as hard on it. That's the like I have a really hard time saying things like that because like, yeah, every found footage film has this thing. But that's because Blair Witch initiated the whole thing. Like, If that's true, then they're responsible for some of the worst cinema in the history of the world. For some of the worst tropes that occur. I just remembered, I would gladly, and I'm sorry if you like Blair Witch, if you're one of those people who have nostalgia or whatever for it, um, I don't really care for it. I would much rather watch Bad Ben than Blair Witch. Me too. I kind of like Bad Ben. <laughs> that was fun. I like it. <laughs> I think I went into this with the same attitude that I went into Bad Ben with. No. This so is like. <laughs> much less but, charming. Well, I tried, um, before we even started this podcast, I tried to watch it neutrally. And it just didn't take Where'd you, did you, were you in your car? Did you like roll out of the driveway? <laughs> 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 oh my God. Um, all right. Oh, so they're like, oh, okay, we're going to Burkittsville, Maryland or whatever the hell it's called. And yeah. it used to be called Blair. And then things got a little weird with their, their townie interviews. Yeah. Cause there are a bunch like, of assholes who make fun of everyone who takes the time to interview with them behind their back because they're a bunch of fucking assholes about everyone i would too i'd be like dude totally i know about this legend if you go 300 miles out in the middle of nowhere with no food no water you'll find it <laughs> dumbass <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like they the group they're like you know they're making fun of mary and they're like they they talk about like the i think they say something about the old, angry old guy that's talking to them oh like, you mean they're interviewees yeah, yeah they're all making fun of them they're townies like, like they're being assholes and like they spend time to talk to you about this <laughs> that was the only part of the movie i thought lent any credence to any of this yeah. was like interviewing these old folks and then be like oh you know back in the whatever 1917s yeah, uh, yeah that was know, whatever. i'm good. like that's the only thing like old people might know that shit so, they these one of their first interviews was with a woman and her daughter oh. and i was like <laughs> that kid's an adult now whenever like <laughs> they showed her and then <laughs> A couple interviewees later with a really old man, and I was like, he's dead now. <laughs> yep. Super morbid watching movies with Kitty. At some point, like, they cut an interview off, and she's talking to Mike or whoever, Josh. I don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> dick one or dick two. And they she's sound like, exactly the same, so it literally doesn't matter. She's like, I want to avoid cheese. I don't want any cheese in this. And I'm like, this <laughs> whole <laughs> thing. Is the biggest piece of cheese. <laughs> I, I thought I you found... meant like actual cheese. No, like, she doesn't want any cheesy stuff in her documentary. Intolerant. No, well, if it's movie related, yeah. <laughs> but like, I found that her, uh, you know, her interludes or whatever that she was recording, like her uh, her chapter headers or whatever you want to call them, where she was like, right here, you can see the remains. There's an. An unusual number of children like the way that she was doing it like she like her head turned as she looks up towards the setting sun i was like this is really cheesy like, this is awfully cheesy <laughs> like the worst journalist ever <laughs> just moments ago these children's graves were dug just I, moments I ago i killed them for this video <laughs> <laughs> just moments ago but like the thing is that it's, they're still being killed right now <laughs> I could do something. And there's somebody in the background. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. Lori from Halloween is running by, screaming, like, just moments ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> but <laughs> Loomis is out looking for him under our, like a little rock. And... <laughs> uh... Have you seen children around here running away? <laughs> they could be anywhere. <laughs> So they actually do a pretty good job of setting up lore with this. Like they, they talk about it. They she says about her book and whatever. No credit for anything. They do the interviews and it kind of is. I'm going to be that bitter about it. It kind of is engaging at first. They do a pretty good job of getting interested in the lore, but they don't really follow it through at all or come up with any actual legends or it just I don't know. It kind of fell flat for me a little bit. Like, like some of the lore research that they do. Is, it's like. They were going to build, like, the Eiffel Tower out of toothpicks. <laughs> and all the progress they've made in five years was that there's a post-note a post it note on the fridge <laughs> that says, buy toothpicks. You know, like, that's it. <laughs> there was one girl that they were interviewing who was, like, college age. Right. And she's like, mm, I don't know, my sister went to a school called Blair for a little while, I guess. Yeah. And... Like, that was all she had to say. And then somebody else was like, oh, yeah, like, the Blair Witch, there was some evil old man. And then somebody, like, everybody has, and I think that's the point. Everybody has a different tale of what the Blair Witch was. But, like, half the people are like, I don't know, what, what, ghosts? Well, I thought the point was supposed to be that most of the younger generation they talk to don't know what it is. And the older generation are still talking about it, but everyone has a different take on it because it's been so long since any actual credible thing has been done or documentary mm. and that everyone spun their own tale so it kind of waiting for a credible thing to be done <laughs> lends credence to your bitterness sustains me and <laughs> uh, i keep warm off the energy of the two of you just matching. i i'm gonna butcher this movie into strip steak cook it and then i'm just gonna dump the meat right in the trash i'm just gonna That's... talk about how good it is the whole time <laughs> So where were we? Um, Not far enough. They hadn't started yelling yet. <laughs> um, so they go and talk to Mary Smith or whatever the hell her Mary name is. Mary Brown, I Shaw. Think. That's, um, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> My delivery needs work because a lot of times I say things and you're like, that's this thing that you're referencing. Okay, no, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. If this movie had been titled Three Idiots Trying to Survive the Wilderness, I might have liked it better. <laughs> so, uh, they talk to her, and she's like, yeah, there was this woman with horse fur that approached me in the woods. Ma'am, you saw an ordinary Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> totally common for this area. They get in the car to leave, and they're like, she was saying all this these things about this that and the other thing and somebody's like well didn't you fucking vet her before we came out here to talk to her yeah like <laughs> she's an actress and she's a this and she's a that and i was like fuck you she took her time to talk to you and gave you really good material for your stupid fucking documentary and you're just gonna sit there and fucking shit all over the time that she spent with you fuck you people the directors didn't vet their actors before they made this movie so they go to the hotel and they have standard haha i guess they're supposed to be like high or not they're supposed to be college age kids or just yeah, before college yeah, so. so like 20s ish and they act like it like they're like drinking and whatever so presumably they're 21 um and they get up the next day and they park their car and they go trekking into the woods following a map and the direction of heather and they constantly question her constantly like sorry i think my volume's on for some reason um yeah, like, <laughs> Mike's like, what the fuck are we doing out here? Like, 
the second they're there. Like <laughs> he didn't even wait like five minutes. Yeah, because they want to go. They want to go to the graveyard, which or, they don't know where it is. And then she starts looking, and like it's pretty clear that she's probably kind of lost. And Josh, I guess, knows how to read the map, but for some reason he's like, "All right, look, I trust you. I trust you." And she's like giving them a hard time about it, and like there's some strife building about the map and stuff, and like. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. So none well, of them... Mike took the the map and he he was like, oh, "Do you even know how to read this thing? This doesn't make any fucking sense to me." And it's like, Greek. Yeah, it's yeah. Greek to me. And she's like, "Yeah, I know how to read it." And Mike's like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna have to trust you because I I don't know anything about this." I'll put my trust in you. <laughs> okay, so shut the fuck up. Like, let like her do her thing. Like a video game where he could move in the air, I would follow him and be like, "You are here." Um, so they get to Coffin Rock. Coffin Rock. <laughs> I did not see any rock that looks like a coffin or a rock, for that I, matter. They yeah. said something about men being killed there, and I think that's why it was called Coffin Rock. Yeah, and it was super that's... scary and gave a lot of exposition about nothing. If she I had been like... there, it would have been Coughing Rock. <laughs> she was, like, crouching next to, like, a little cave entrance reading from her book and it went on for fucking Jeez ever. position is what it should have been called. And she so they, she reads out of this book and then she was like, that felt weird and rushed. We're gonna have to do it again. And they're like... We'll have to record over it or something. Yeah, like, they were like, well, we're not staying here. We gotta keep going. And like... They should dub it over with a recitation of federal tax law. Oh, I was thinking like the the fitness grand pacer test. Yeah, that would be fine too. <laughs> um, There's an anaerobic physical fitness. Type. I'd be like, uh, oh, I can claim shoes on. <laughs> interesting, I can claim my shoes on tax. Huh, if I work from home, I can claim twenty five percent of my taxable <laughs> expenses to electricity and other <laughs> normal sustainable power. Um, so the lore that she's trying to weave into this is actually like again like is actually somewhat interesting stop hitting <laughs> your microphone sorry i'm like my cable's all weird i don't know well my cable's weird too but you don't hear me crying about it no but <laughs> i am for 15 crying years about it. <laughs> uh so the lore that she's trying to weave in is actually kind of interesting she talks about how i guess two hunters came out and they found uh a bunch of men they found like six or seven men strapped across a log tied uh feet to arms or like one person's uh arms would be tied to the next person's feet and then so on and so forth um and their intestines had been ripped out and they had been alive very recently before that but yet they were found in like the 1940s or something they had indecipherable writing carved yes what was the word that it was she precisely used? Carved. precisely carved how can you have something precise and like indescribable Indes- not indescribable in decipherable indecipherable yes yes how, like how can you have well, those I mean, two things just because you can't speak a language doesn't mean that it's not precise okay but they didn't say <laughs> it's probably written in spanish <laughs> what does this say uh, words are all in capital someone was very upset <laughs> <clears throat> so i mean it's kind of interesting but there's a couple of different stories that are being weaved together here and they don't really make a, a great distinction. So there's apparently an old man who was kidnapping children and he would murder one of them while he forced the other one to stare or Into forced the, the other corner. one to, to face the corner. And then he would murder that child, which is awful and terrible. And eventually he comes out and admits it and they go up and they find the bodies of these seven missing children. But they don't really explain who these men were that were killed. 
or what that story was or who potentially did that or whatever. But what they say is that when the police officers are led back to the scene by these hunters who found the bodies, the bodies are now gone. But there was a bunch of vultures and the stench of death was, you know, in the in the area. Um, but no bodies were ever recovered. So, I mean, it's interesting. And then they start fighting again. Uh, <coughs> oh, they did run into those two fishermen on the way out that were bickering like an old married couple. They were an old married couple. <laughs> I would love to see. I would have loved to just watch their show for the rest of the day. Yeah. They go home to prepare their fish. <clears throat> the tall skinny guy looked like our landlord. Like, would have looked 20 years ago. And I was like... Uh, uh, but, yeah, so they... Cross the river over Sticks. a log. Not very well, apparently. No, and they're all like, I'm sleeping. Um, and then they have to like go up a small hill, and she's like, it should be just over this hill. And I honestly can't even remember what they were looking for. Like, I think the cemetery. Yeah, oh, still... the cemetery. Okay. Um, and they get up over the hill and like don't find what they're looking for, and then the guys start re- getting reasonably. Or no, I guess the first night they they walked until they found that um, area in the woods that had the rocks piled up. That was a cemetery. I'm pretty sure that was what they were talking about, wasn't it? That's what I, they were I thought that, that that was just a weird spot in the woods that had formations of rocks, like piles of rocks. And what was the cemetery? I don't think they ever found it. I don't remember. Or was the cemetery supposed to be the log thing? But they, Okay, so they have one night where everything's fine and they're best friends and they're all camping and having a good time and talking about farting in the tent and whatever. And we get, yeah. They couldn't get the um, the fire started because uh, loud-ass trucks were going by. They couldn't get the fire started because it was raining so bad. Um, or because they're all completely inept. I was to say, I started a fire in minus 10 degree weather with wind and everything was ice covered and I still started a fire. It took me two hours, but I did it. So it's possible. Maybe they just gave up sooner than you. That's prob- probable too. <laughs> when I'm determined to make a fire, I will, that makes me sound awful, but I'll do it. Oh, and also like to point out that they were in Maryland in October. October. Like, October in the Northeast is cold. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. All right. Let's talk about weather patterns. (laughs) No, in Detroit. (laughs) Ooh, that would actually be really interesting. So I actually heard. (laughs) So. But the timeline is definitely they have one good night. Then the next night they're a little uppity with each other. And that's because she's having a hard time finding whatever location they're going to. And they don't get there and they're annoyed with her. And then the third night. Mike's like, I agreed to go on a pre-planned trip i agreed to do this i, I like didn't scouting. agree to this yeah pre-scouted like how many of these documentaries have you worked on mike it sounds like you had a way higher expectation than what you thought your two friends were going to be able to do but they didn't know each other like they this kind of friend st- <laughs> <laughs> be able to do um so yeah they're they're she seems to be lost they're having a hard time they're fighting and then she starts she says like i'm sorry we should have been there by now and, like, I swear that was when they were, before they started to try to go back. Okay, that must have been the um, the second night. I think it was. And, and they eventually forgive her and they go to bed. And that's when they start hearing something crashing around in the woods. 
but it's faint. It sounds like twig snapping and they're saying it's coming from all around them. And then they decide that it sounded like deer. I have been in the woods at night and heard things crashing around and I never once thought it was a Blair Witch. <laughs> or crazy locals. <laughs> because chances are. were 99% that it was a deer. Yeah. <laughs> or a raccoon. Or a squirrel. They make way more noise than people think. <laughs> Although, if you haven't been camping before, um, but she has. Like, she has, she made a comment um later on that one of her favorite things to do was go for a hike on sundays that might change after this well hiking is not camping and well that's true camping is not hiking although they can sometimes involve each other usually yes in an intimate way like if she had been out in the woods before she would know that animals move around like that um but i might have also assumed that it was crazy locals like like fucking with me like if i'm like i'm gonna go and record this documentary and i go around and i'm like tell me about this thing and then they're like this fucking idiot let's go out in the woods and scare the shit out of her in the middle of the night um but i mean that would also take a lot of work because they would have had to follow them the entire trek into See, the I'm woods too lazy to yeah yeah <laughs> or, or they would have been like oh yeah i know a shortcut to where she wants to go we sent her the long way <laughs> i would send a drone <laughs> <laughs> with one of the the uh, claw machine claws yeah. holding something that you could drop and make a loud noise probably Large a dog boulder. turd or something i found oh. <laughs> it's a blair drone <laughs> it's a bear doo-doo <laughs> blair doo-doo <laughs> <clears throat> sorry so they you know they continue on their trek and then the next day they're a little bit more annoyed and they're really on edge and they're fighting and they they eventually get to wherever it is that they're going. And we're even worse at keeping track of our time than we normally are. But they finally get to whatever it is they're going for. They get the footage they want. And then they say, we're going home. We're leaving. This is it. We're going home. And she's like, okay, fine. Fine. They- fine. For like 35 more minutes. as They're going, let's leave. And she's like, okay. okay she found the sticks okay. in the trees, I think. Yeah. I think that was. And she's just being an absolute fucking jerk like they want to go they're going to leave you behind get moving she's like okay okay it's like oh my (laughs) god like so that night they're in the tent and they hear more noises outside and then it gets closer and closer and they're like fuck run and they and then someone starts flapping their tent out of their tent (laughs) (laughs) for it now this is the one point of the movie that I, i will say was done well that it still gives me a little like when you really listen to it if, especially if you're wearing headphones um put it on turn the sound up and listen to just that like you know two or three minutes of of audio from when they they first wake up in the middle of the night and they say like you can hear that like i want to get it on whatever their other thing is and that has a slightly better um microphone on it and you can kind of hear it like there's a lot of really creepy stuff going on there's like little kids laughing and there's mm. a song being sung in the background there's a baby crying and like there's a lot of really weird things and then the tent starts flapping and they go running um, but the sound design in that in that couple of minutes is actually pretty creepy. There's like weird groaning. Yeah, um, there's some weird shit going on. Yeah. But uh, then they just decide to have her go, what is that? What is that? What the, what fuck, the fuck was that? that? And there's what nothing the fuck there. Was oh, that? I thought that was Mike. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's at a certain point, they all start screaming. Okay. Just... I just, I need a to be fair here. To be fair. To be um, fair. Is uh, that trademarked? I hope not. I, well, that would have we'll been me. I would have been Heather going, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? 
Did you ever watch Pineapple Express? No. That's. I don't know which one you would be either. Which which what are the two actors in that? What are their names? James Franco and uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> but at one point, I don't even remember which one. But they're like, "Did you hear that?" He's like, "What?" He's like, oh! And they both like he runs. So Seth Rogen's like, "Fuck!" And he runs. <laughs> And then he gets back to his car and he starts the car and then James Franco hits the window and he's like, I can't even do the scream, but it was pretty epic. Was like, ah! <laughs> yep. Cause they're both tweaked out and paranoid. And- do you remember that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, if it is trademarked, if that thing from Letterkenny is trademarked, we're just gonna get a cease and desist that says, Cease and desist now there once. <laughs> I would tack that up to the wall. (laughs) Guys, I got your letter, but to be fair. (laughs) You can't trademark three words. To be fair. Then there's a silence and you hear, to be fair. (laughs) Uh... So they are freaking out. And then they get up the next day and go back. And they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I gotta be at work at nine o'clock. The scary noises that we heard resulted in our stuff being thrown around. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Whose stuff in particular was thrown around, though? (laughs) And I don't even know which of the guys it it was. It was my stuff, and it's covered in blue slobber. Yeah, it was Josh. Josh, yeah. Okay. And uh, so... I lost my meth. (laughs) They wait until daylight. And... They start moving around again, and I think it was at this point that they were like, okay, we'll just move south, and like... Because they've lost the map. They start walking south, and um, (laughs) they uh, eventually come back around to where they started, I guess. The log, yeah, they come back to the log. Um, Yeah, they keep coming back to the creek log or whatever. Creek log. And they've they've each had at least one breakdown by this point. Um, Mike eventually yeah, laughingly admits that he was the one that kicked the map into the, the creek because he didn't know how to read it. Oh, I have a note about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it he chilling? quote, kicked the map into the creek because it didn't do anything all day. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out it is an inanimate. Anemone? It is an inanimate object. <laughs> It has no power to do anything. <laughs> I'm a map, I'm a map, I'm a... What the fuck? <laughs> oh, and at some point before this, they were talking about Gilligan's Island. Well, they were. Oh, yeah. And Captain, Captain. My thought was Gilligan's Island is 10,000 times better than this. Shit. <laughs> um, and I don't know who said it first, but, like, they could build a radio and, like, a house out of bamboo, but they couldn't build a boat. <laughs> to get off the island yeah they built several houses like they could have built a steam helicopter that like made them toaster strudels a spaceship <laughs> um so they uh oh we, we did skip something as they as they find the piles of rocks that are presumably some kind of markers uh, Josh knocks one over. Whether it's intentional or not, we don't know. Presumably, that's why he's the one being targeted. All of his stuff is thrown around and has blue slime on it. Uh, I'm guessing that's what we were supposed to infer from that uh, Thing. series of events. Yeah. And then they wake up the next morning and there's three piles of rocks outside mm. of their tent. <sighs> that yeah. tent is a trooper. Like, yeah. that held, held up really well. It's a good-sized tent. Yeah, it is a good-sized tent. Fairly comfortably, which anytime you get a tent and it says... The it tent holds, was the best character in this movie. It really was. Next to the map. 
The map was the most valuable character. Who might drown in the creek. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's what I said. He's he, like the dumbest fuck. Like, I kicked the map because it wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he think that, like, in... <laughs> he's like, this... <laughs> <laughs> This GPS isn't working. And they're like, Mike, it's a piece of paper. <laughs> it's a rock that you wrote GPS on. <laughs> uh, how do I turn on the legend on the mini map? I, <laughs> I wish my brain had that. So I, just I wish they had shown the map and it was like a risk board. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so Wendy's menu. <laughs> Uh, or it's the back of a cereal box. It's a maze. <laughs> he kicks the menu and he's like, sir, this is Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't understand his reasoning. Like, did he think that in like a couple hundred square miles of forest that she just eventually happened to find the place that she was looking for while also saying that she was looking on the map for that exact spot? Did he think that she was lying? Because she eventually found the thing she was looking for using the map to find it. Even if she didn't do it right away, she did eventually find it. So like... What the fuck, man? Also, I don't understand what was happening, but she was carrying the map and Josh was carrying the compass. Yeah, it was kind of like they already had the some compass. Sort of a weird thing going on there. I like, guess that is how you say that. Compass. 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 But yeah, like I was like, <clears throat> why wouldn't the person with the map be holding the compass? Like, what are you doing? Because there's a lot of drama inserted <laughs> into this, and everyone has breakdowns. And... If they had watched Saving Private Ryan, they would see how to work a compass and a map. All you of... have to hold the compass and look at the map. <laughs> All uh, and look like Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> and who else was in that movie? Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> he was Vin Diesel. <laughs> um. They're coming to save us from talking about this movie. <laughs> Stop. Well, so Why are anyway. We here? <clears throat> All right. Well, that was our discussion about firefighters and <laughs> different types. <laughs> Motivations. Uh, that was That's... an environmental tangent. Like that wasn't <laughs> That's what we were um, getting to. Josh decides that he's gonna grab the camera and piss off Heather, which she deserves because she's kept the camera on people's faces the entire mm-hmm. goddamn movie. Like a little bit of privacy. Like people start, they're like, "Get the camera out of my face." She's like, it's it's for the documentary. Yeah, it's for she's the documentary. constantly shoving it in people's faces, and then when he does it, she's like, "Fuck you!" I mean, seriously, fuck you. I'm like, <laughs> like they're all super annoying, and he shoves it in her face. He's like, what's your motivation? What's your motivation? And she's doing, oh, "I'm so scared," which she never actually says. Actually, now that I think about it, um, it's quoted a lot is her saying that. I think that was from um, Scary Movie. Whenever they made fun of it. Oh, well, I mean, um, <clears throat> it's like he never actually, Vader never actually says, Luke, I am your father. Never says that line. What does he say? No, he says, I am no, your father. I am your father. Oh. He told me the truth. He told me you killed him. No, <laughs> I am your father. Mufasa? No. I'm <laughs> your father. I'm your father. I'm your father. <laughs> Knock him out the box, Luke. Knock him out. <laughs> Um, so (laughs) after walking that far, they decide to set up camp. At one point while they were walking too, um, uh, Josh sat down in more blue sludge. I guess we're supposed to assume (laughs) it's ectoplasm. I mean, he had like 500 square miles of pristine forest and he sat down in blue sludge. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm guessing like her the Blair Witch's body is covered in horse hair, so maybe she like gels it back once a day or something, and that's just like her her hair. Gel. Mary Smith bottle. made that up. Mary Brown. You don't know that. She made it all up. You don't know that. You don't know that. You can't prove Star that. Star Wars gangster rap not the best thing ever. It really is. The best I mean, thing my ever. God, it was just the greatest oh thing. Still is. But Mary Brown. Smith. Brown. <laughs> so, um, they set up camp. Oh, well, um, he's like, what's your motivation? Mm. Or, or like, why, why are you so obsessed with it? And she's like, it's all I have left. Yeah. And I had to think about that for a while. I probably spent the rest of the movie thinking about that. <laughs> Because it's never explained. Like, has her entire family died? Oh, I thought she I thought she meant, like, right in that moment. Like, yeah. all this shit was happening, and, like, the camera was, like, the one thread that she had. Yeah, that was the only thing like, she had to focus on anymore. Or wow. Um, um, but there is... Dramatic much? There is one <laughs> other time where they make a, a, an interesting thought that this movie... Um, I'm not going to say this movie's, like, fully terrible. Like, there are things about it that are, that are good. Um, but we'll get to that. But one thing that this, the point that this movie makes that I think is interesting is that at one point when he's looking through it, before he starts doing all the, you know, what's your motivation stuff, um, he says about, oh, I see why you like doing this. It's like a, you know, it's like a force uh, or a, a, it's not quite real. It's like a, a filtered reality. And it's interesting because that's actually a proven scientific fact uh, that um, a lot of people, when they are looking through the lens of a camera, it is a uh, like a psychological effect where you start to have this detached feeling from reality where you're uh the way that you process information the way that you understand the world around you is slightly filtered and slightly different which is interesting they made that point <laughs> but um super interesting yeah because i looked it up and spent the rest of the movie looking at my phone <laughs> yeah. um I, I i'm gonna be overly dramatic from now on if you guys are like max you're really going to town on that cheeseburger sub i'll be like it's all i have left we're like, I know, you already ate your fries. <laughs> Max, you took a lot of notes for that movie. <laughs> it's all I have left! I lost all my other notes. <laughs> um, uh, so they go to bed that night, mm. and they wake up the next morning? I think they wake up eventually. Sort of casual about calling for Josh. Like, Josh, Josh, Josh he'll just Josh. come back, he'll come back. Like they probably out lighting up his crack pipe yeah like weird things haven't happened to them this entire time oh and they decided not to light a fire because <laughs> the first night they didn't light a fire and nothing happened and then the next two nights they lit a fire and shit went down so pretty sure witches are scared of fire you know if i if i was so flammable <laughs> troubleshooting this horrible situation that i was in I would probably start doing shit like that. Like you should well, start stuffing cooked rice into your shoes because that'll muffle your sounds of walking. <laughs> and you can also eat it later. It's a nice snack. But I'd, I would like to see someone troubleshooting, as you say. Like, did we light a fire the first night? No. Okay. What else did we do the second day that we didn't do? The well, we kicked over that pile of rocks. All right. Yeah, there was that. Did we turn the tent off and back on again? Um, Multiple times, actually. <laughs> so they can't find Josh, and they're calling for him and calling for him, and they're Jersh, freaking out, looking around. And eventually, yeah, I think the rest of the movie is them calling Josh's name. They eventually fight and fight and fight, <clears throat> and then they go to bed, and then they wake up the next night. They or, traveled for a little while yeah. first, and then they they, they eventually camped. decide to just keep on going, and then they make camp, and they wake up in the middle of the night again, and there's someone screaming. And they have this long back and forth between the two of them as to whether or not that's Josh. Because <laughs> they're be like, Josh. it can't be Josh. Are they just, are they, is it a trap? Are they, are they just trying to trick us? Like, 
okay, but let's just pretend for a second that it's not Josh and they're trying to trick you. Where the fuck is Josh then? Because, <laughs> like, he's not with you. He has no reason not to be with you. Yeah, and they just walked, like, they just walked east. Like, yeah. they, they were like, let's pick a direction. And she was like, okay, so do we want to go north, east, or west? And he was like, oh, where, where was the Wicked Witch from? Yeah. <laughs> That's how he picked. Yeah. Again. Well, I think maybe I might have done the same. <laughs> I mean, if you're on the eastern side of the United States, if you walked east long enough, you'll hit the coast eventually. And in Maryland, that's, I mean, it's its a coastal state. Yeah, so. but you got to pass through Washington, D.C. to get there, probably. Ugh. Good luck surviving that trip. So many toll roads. So many places to get tickets that you didn't expect. <laughs> it's like, it's 35. It's 10 miles an hour here. <laughs> here's a ticket for going over the speed limit, and here's a ticket for getting a ticket. And you also get five <laughs> times this amount because it was between 2 a.m. and 7 p.m. Yep. <laughs> anyway. It's my I've daughter's birthday today, so here's never been to D.C. <laughs> the only time I ever drove through D.C. I got a ticket. I've been there several times. Oh, wait. And, uh... I went to a convention in D.C. There you go. Mm. I got a ticket for going 35 in a 30 zone. In my opinion, it's not worth the trip. (laughs) I drove through it. No offense to our national history, but... uh, I've heard that the Cherry Blossom (laughs) Festival down there is really cool. It'd be really cool if it wasn't in the middle of fucking D.C. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So they decide not to go looking for this person that they think isn't Josh and it's a trick. Who's screaming in agony somewhere nearby. <laughs> it's me. It's not a trick. It, it might still be a trick. That's someone who's trying to trick us. Would go say. after not Josh. <laughs> I'm getting murdered. That's ah. something someone's trying to trick us would say. <laughs> Just go back to bed. And then they get up the next day and there's a little bundle of sticks outside their tent. But the thing is that it's wrapped with Josh's shirt. Okay. And she doesn't find well, that weird. First of all, bitch. Bitch. Um, <laughs> she pulls the cover off of Mike's face and goes, just want to make sure he's sleeping. <laughs> and then puts it back over his face after pulling the blanket off and shining a light in his face and saying that out loud. Make sure he's still here. And, and he's got a look on his face like the ring. <laughs> <laughs> because it was her with her camera again. <laughs> She goes out of the tent and finds a bundle of sticks, walks it (laughs) down to a creek, and opens it up. And inside she finds... Well, first of all, she goes... She's covered in blood. (laughs) (laughs) Might be evidence. I shouldn't even be touching this. (laughs) Here's all the knives. I've been looking for these. I haven't found them anywhere in this forest. (laughs) These ones are covered in blood. How strange. (laughs) So... Wait a minute. <laughs> so she opens it up, and inside are some of Josh's body parts. Allegedly. <laughs> I couldn't really see what was in the. I think the, it's I a, think it was a tooth. I thought it was a tongue and eyeballs. It's really hard I to tell. I thought it was a tongue and fingers. It's really fuzzy and really bloody. I wasn't really watching, so. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's probably the intent. It was probably just some bits and bobs and the three teeth. Blood, Blood and, and hair. hair. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's not as awful as I thought it was. You could survive having your teeth pulled out and your hair pulled out and some losing some blood. You can survive having your tongue and fingers cut off, too. You could. <laughs> it's more serious, lifelong, debilitating injuries, but it's also possible, yeah. 
Um, that's that's when things start getting really weird, and that's when this movie unfortunately didn't take a turn for me. It just kept on going exactly the way it had been going the whole time, where they fight a little bit, and then they start talking about where's Josh. And in, in between, back. going Josh, Josh, <laughs> uh, is that you? So eventually, they they keep on walking and walking, and eventually, oh, Heather doesn't fucking tell Mike. No, she never tells him about the the bundle of body parts that she found he's a good person i gotta, I gotta pretend <laughs> and like <laughs> you don't know mike he's probably a, he's probably got like bodies stuffed in his basement <laughs> i if, was the one that did it <laughs> if i had found out that somebody found that and didn't tell me i would assume that they were responsible so yeah um <laughs> if i were the victim and i had my teeth and my hair and my teeth, my hair ripped out and some of my blood extracted and put all over this little gift bag that was then wrapped and given to her. And they, she didn't even bother telling my other friend about this. That's this. I mean, that's shitty. Like presumably she knows at that point that it's probably Josh and that this isn't a game. This isn't someone messing with them. This See, is at this point. I wouldn't have had any incentive to tell Mike. Cause he'll just start like, you know, being Mike again. Like, you know, every time <laughs> Josh I'm... wasn't doing anything. So I kicked him in the river. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't done anything for hours he was sleeping <laughs> oh mike you beautiful son it's gonna it's gonna be my new thing whenever we lose something and you ask me where it is we'll be like it wasn't doing anything so i kicked it into the river <laughs> Where's the steamer basket? <laughs> Wasn't doing anything all day, so I kicked it in the river. Okay. Creek. Tangent. Uh, this is probably going to get cut <coughs> out. I lost our steamer basket for steaming vegetables. I saw you got a new one. I was very <clears throat> upset about it. I like those things. Did you and... take it? Why would you notice that we had a new one? <laughs> I didn't take it. I didn't take it. Not three hours later, I'll be like, I kicked it into the creek because it wasn't doing anything all day. So, <laughs> I bought a new one because... <laughs> We that lost would be something the other I would one. do though. And I was really upset that we couldn't find the other one because I really like steaming vegetables. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I bought this new one and it was still in the like in the packaging. Like I didn't take it out of the packaging. Yeah, like 5 days. And <laughs> I opened one of the drawers in the kitchen the other day and I was like, "Is this the new steamer basket?" Is this the new fucking steamer basket? I like got real upset that the whole time it was just sitting in a drawer and he's like, I didn't, I didn't do anything with the new steamer basket. And I was like, and he, I was like, are you lying to me? And he was like, maybe. <laughs> see how easy it would be. <laughs> Turns out it was pretty easy. I forgot about it too. So she started getting really upset. She's like, did is this the new one? <laughs> what are you talking about? That was like two days ago I did that. I mean, what? So anyway, they continue walking until it becomes sort of dark, mostly dark. It was and then, still really light. And then they start hearing Josh's voice again. And now this time they know it's Josh somehow. Because he goes, I'm Josh. <laughs> it's me, Josh. Guys, I'm not mom. fucking with you. Did you find my crack pipe? <laughs> Come this way, please. I think that this time... I don't know. There there was something different that made them think that. Like, they found something of his... 
eyes or something? I don't know. Not his teeth? <laughs> Hair or blood. <laughs> Those could be anybody's teeth. They come, they come to the house and Mike goes, it's a house. <laughs> and then these fucking yes, idiots go into it. Good job, Mike. Well, I'm start- glad we got that figured out, Mike. Oh, and Sherlock Holmes would go, you go, at least we have a firm grasp on the obvious. <laughs> So they go in and they start just walking around and walking up the stairs and walking down up the stairs. Up and down the and stairs. Wait, he's upstairs. No, he's downstairs. Wait, yeah. he's upstairs. No, he's downstairs. And, and all Mike is running up and down the stairs and what's her face is just following going, Mike! 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 But they just walk around as if it's not made out of wood and rotten. Like no. they could just fall through it at any second. And so eventually, like she, he hears Josh calling from the basement. So he goes down into the basement and then Heather is like, where, where's my, 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 where, where is my She's pretty girl? shrieking, but also just <clears throat> walking calmly because his camera is bouncing all over the places. He's running down the stairs going, Josh, Josh. And then she's just going, Mike, Mike. But the camera's very gently moving yeah. through the house and going down the stairs. <laughs> just the worst writing. And so she goes downstairs, and there's Mike standing in the corner, facing the corner. Oh, no. Because that meant that the Blair Witch, who's apparently a man, was going to kill Heather while Mike didn't watch. I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't know if there's presumably, like, if there's also, like, the spirit of the old man that's haunting the house, and that's what's doing this, and the Blair Witch is just a separate entity. I don't know if the like the, the Blair Witch was supposed to be, like, trying to scare them away. It's useless to speculate. It's... But we're doing it anyway. Well. Yeah, I was going to I think, well. if I remember correctly, I think they answered some of those questions in the third one. Oh, my gosh. I remember there being, like, the most generic characters ever in that movie. <laughs> And I remember that they... it'll take at least a fortnight to find the Blair Witch. <laughs> I remember there's a part where they figure out that in order not to get hurt by the Blair Witch, they just have to close their eyes and not look at them. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck wow. is this? Uh, yeah. So instead of, you know, picking one of the amazing different short stories and, and different books that have been written about different scary fantasy and 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 fiction they decided to remake a movie from the 90s that was a a short-lived classic and they made a new movie and it was awful so go ahead and watch blair witch three two whatever it is i don't know i would say don't (laughs) i was gonna say i'm not ever gonna watch it again (laughs) i actually remember three being a little bit better than the the first one i don't like (sighs) I mean, if it had Jeffrey Donovan, like, at least he has, like, human features. Like a face. <laughs> and a chin. <laughs> Doesn't look like an amorphous college student. <laughs> they didn't know how to contour back then, okay? <laughs> um, hey, Jurassic Park came out in 1993, I think it was. They knew shit back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, this is the shortest episode we've ever done. Thank the Lord for that. We're yes. like an hour and 15 minutes into it. Uh, and I gotta bleep is... and cut a bunch of stuff out. The timeline <laughs> is just already weird, and it's a lot of the same thing well, over and over again. the last hour of the movie is nothing new. 
Like, it's literally every day them taking turns, like, going insane. And But their insanity is literally just them sitting in a puddle underneath of a tree. And then the other two going, we need to fucking leave. We need to fucking leave. And the other one's what like, are they doing? No, we need to fucking leave. Give them yeah. space. Give them space. I'm going to look for go. Papa Smurf. <laughs> it was never Heather. Like, it was either one of the guys or the other one or both of them. Like, at one point, both of them just sit down and, like, they're like, we're not fucking moving. Like, I don't know how many smokes they brought, but it wasn't enough for two days. And then Mike found more in the bottom of his backpack. (laughs) And Heather was like, she asked it, like, if that was hell or something. Or one of them said, like, that's how I know this has to be real because I wouldn't have found them I don't know. Like, it was really strange. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> see, if I ran out of smokes, you probably wouldn't know. Oh. Except occasionally you'd see me being like, like, that'd be it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh... It sounds like this. And then they're very loud. <sighs> so, <clears throat> Kitty, you chose this movie. You bitch. <laughs> so, uh, what was your scariest part is that what we do first no favorite thing no favorite thing what's your favorite thing these are a few of my favorite i don't honestly know when josh Um. dies (laughs) when mike dies (laughs) when heather um as per usual like kind of my favorite part was like the beginning stuff where they were interviewing people because mm-hmm. I always like I always like the haunted exposition like I don't know <laughs> Woo, when I was a young boy <laughs> <laughs> there's just a ghost standing over their shoulder like <laughs> oh, it's just the haunted exposition <laughs> I'm going to reiterate my Jensen Ackles meme I sent earlier today and just look pouty and annoyed <laughs> <clears throat> but smolder, just a little bit smolder. <laughs> I found one. I, I couldn't. I downloaded it, but it just said the first frame, so I didn't get the GIF, the GIF, whatever. www. Psychopath. <laughs> but there was one like he's sitting at a table, and the angel guy is like behind him. Castiel. Cast. Yeah, whatever. But he's looking at the camera, and he's like. <laughs> 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 they have by wife energy. Mm. What? By wife? By wife energy. I don't have any. I don't even know what that means either. <laughs> All right, Max. So, what was your favorite part of this movie? When the movie ended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've used that for like a third of our movies. <laughs> I believe I have been fair to found footage films in our past. Like, as above, so below, I think I was pretty fair with. Um, paranormal activity, all that stuff. So, as above, so below. I think I I was hard harder on that one because so many people were like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" And I was surprised, like about the Blair Witch Project. So I watched it, and I was just like, <laughs> ah. and like after the fact, I was like, it wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't as good as I had been led to believe, and so I was really <laughs> disappointed. Well, that's why <laughs> I mean stuff like when. They're looking at the tunnel and all of a sudden, wham, the guy gets tackled by a cop. That's like, that was fun. Like, <laughs> That's why you shouldn't have a friend that's like overly exaggerative about everything. Like, come and try these sandwiches at this restaurant. They're literally the best thing you've ever eaten. That's you eat me, it, you're though. Like, <laughs> I so am keep that saying, friend. Max, you need to watch the Cloverfield or Cloverfield. 
you never get to see the monster, but it's good. And I'm like, well, you never get to see the monster. How can it be good? Uh, you do <laughs> a couple of times, but is it found footage? Yes. Um, uh, the second one is apparently pretty good too, which has nothing to do with it. It's just a general tie into the universe. Cloverfield Lane or something. I watched the Cloverfield Paradox. That I was not greatly impressed with that. Either. Okay, yeah, you told me it was weird. <laughs> That's right. It's like scientific mumbo jumbo. It's <laughs> whatever. Anyway, let's get back to talking about this movie. Uh, My favorite part. Yeah was uh, a little lower you know it was engaging at first when they're talking about like the old man is uh, or the, the the guy they're talking to he talks about um i don't think he gave him a name he just says an old man that lived up in the woods came down and said i'm finished and like the way he told that story so candidly but you know, he's like oh it was really awful and like he's talking about you know children being murdered and it it's quite possibly the, the most awful thing that that town has ever and will ever experience yeah. and he talks about it and like it's it's awful it's terrifying <clears throat> and i you know i wanted to know more about him and his day and you know how he was feeling and you know just spend the day with him and not anyway so that was interesting I, just their beginnings and talking about the lore uh, was my favorite part Okay, uh, my least favorite part <laughs> was the repetition. <laughs> like, I mean, they could have ended it after the first day of them walking. For Google forever. has it listed for an hour and 45 minutes. It was an hour and 44 minutes too long. <laughs> I, it didn't feel like an hour and 45 minutes because at one point I was like, I paused it. Because of something. I don't... Oh, I was seeing what time it was because he had a, an appointment with somebody. Mm. And um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, there's only like 10 minutes left. Yeah, you paused it. Like, it said seven minutes. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's It felt done. like an eternity to me. <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck are they going to wrap this up and say, oh. <laughs> because they just didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Max. Least favorite part. Try to uh, just pick one. All right. Wow, shit. I know. At any time, any one of the three actors were shoving the camera in somebody's face, yelling at each other, or fighting. That's my least favorite part. So you pick three things as your least favorite part. It's basically the whole movie. Uh, okay, I appreciate you picked just three. Um, yeah, my least favorite part was just, I was bored. I was bored because this this movie doesn't build tension. It just does the same thing over and over again and pads it's time and it's not a good use of building tension. It's just not. There weren't even good jump scares. Like there weren't any jump scares. Like there wasn't a single there fucking jump no scare. There were no scares. There was no monster. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, the movie's just boring. Like you Josh a, in his coked out state fell on a rock and broke his teeth out in some of his beard and wrapped it up in part of his shirt and laid it on their tent. <laughs> so. I, I, I wasn't finished with what I was saying. So, Sorry. Please continue. Or start. I can't remember if you started already. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're, tonight we're going to be talking about the Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, but no, I just—it's just boring. Go. Like if you had a good—you had a good idea for a short film that you could submit to a film festival. It needed to be two days long, and that was it. <laughs> they needed to cover the span of two days and be like a thirty-minute short film. This movie did not need to be padded out like this. It was just the repetition of constantly doing the same things over and over again. Like it just. There Come were on. like stop padding this. There were two movies that I felt did this better, like this premise, but without the found footage. And only that was two: the Ritual and mm. Yellow Brick Road. They both took Yellow Brick Road was f- no, it no, wasn't it wasn't right. found footage. But they took the this premise of like being lost in a section of woods and made it like 
a million times better. Between the two of those, I would pick The Ritual, uh, but I haven't seen Yellow Brick Road for a long time. I remember it being very, very visceral and sticking with me, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, they, just the intrigue in that movie is better. Like instead of having lore at one point, they're walking in the woods and they start hearing jazz music bouncing off the trees and echoing and they don't know from where. And like that in, immediately I'm interested, like I'm invested in what's going on. And this sounds really cool in this movie. It's just, what's your motivation? Get the camera out of my face. I kicked the map into the river. I don't like jazz that much either. <laughs> I mean, it was just weird. Like, you know, yeah, granted, it's just a weird scenario. Um, but yeah, uh, it just, that's a good point. Um, but Okay, um, so overall ratings that we do next? Uh, scariest. <laughs> scariest part. part. Sorry, I'm sorry for coughing into my microphone. I'm trying not to. Nothing. I don't have anything. Like, there was no monster. <laughs> oh my god. We didn't even talk about the thing. Where she's, like, fucking snotting and crying into the camera. So, that should say a lot about it. That that's, like, the most... <laughs> like reused piece of that movie and we just completely forgot about it when she's like i'm sorry i'm such a god-awful cunt and then a little tear comes down her face and then her nose starts running and it's like dripping like down into her mouth you should have been sorry about being an awful bitch before you came out on this trip (laughs) sorry scariest part victor uh I mean, for me, I was uncomfortable and putting myself in that situation. It was weird because I've been camping and you do hear weird things when you're camping. And if I heard someone like giggling outside of my tent, I would mm. be very uncomfortable. Um, but I mean, that's okay, probably I, it, I guess. I take mine back. I think that the, the part that would freak me out the most if it happened to me would be finding my friend's pieces. in a... Presumably your friends. But yes, most likely. If we're going that route, like if we were actually there, the scariest part to me would be being stuck in the woods with those two assholes. <laughs> Wait, being Heather and being stuck with Josh and Mike, or anyone of any of them. <laughs> I think as soon and as being out of cigarettes. If Mike said I kicked the map into the river, I would say I'm going this way. You can come with me if you want, but I'm going this way. And if anyone was like, just wait, hang on, I just want to get, I just would have. Kept on going. Bye. Bye. I don't need the compass. I don't need anything. Uh, All right. I mean, the sun's a pretty good indicator of that, too. (laughs) Overall rating. I'm going to give it a five. That's it. Hmm. Max, overall rating. One. Okay. I I really didn't enjoy any part of this movie. The writing was bad. The, the filming was bad. Everything was bad to me. My opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Found footage is uh, it, it's difficult to... I mean please. it when I say I like Bad Ben better. Oh, I do too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give it a three overall. I'm, I'm not a fan of this movie. I do appreciate what they did when they, you know, they kind of showed people that you could take a camera out in the woods, but I have no idea <laughs> how... <laughs> I appreciate what they did by showing that found footage can be a a usable way to make a movie. I just think that they could have spent some more time to actually make a movie instead of padding this thing out ridiculously. Like they could have made a short film and it would have been great, probably. I am but... of the belief that found footage style is out of style. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I enjoy found footage. I do. I really do. Um, like Grave Encounters is one of one of my favorite. I forget what I Um, much better 
but <laughs> well, yeah, like, and I I do appreciate what this did for the genre. I don't appreciate the movie itself, so that's why I kind of I gave it a, a middle of the road. All right, yeah, that's um, honestly, what's your horror rating? Probably would have given like one or two. One. Like, yeah. And maybe we've just been spoiled. Maybe maybe movies now are just scarier, but it's... You know. Well, and that's... There's older movies that are scary, too. <laughs> that's I... what I was saying earlier. Like, with this being one of the first types of found footage that, like, was like this. Um, like, John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. That scared me. Jurassic Park is scarier. Well, yeah! Scary. I, but like I don't know if like if I want if I had seen this one for because I've seen a lot of really fucked up movies since then. Pause one second. I just imagine them in the jeep driving, and Malcolm going must go faster, must go faster because it's her with her camera. <laughs> I was just picturing watching the Blair Witch Project going must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> All right. So what are we watching next week? All right, you didn't so, get to everybody else's horror ratings. Oh. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't. Next, what's your horror? Zero. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it I hate one. to give the Blair Witch, like, a record, because I don't want it to have anything, but it's getting a zero from me for horror. Because there was nothing. Nothing scary the entire movie. No monster. No. Yeah, the laughing giggling outside tent's creepy. Like, who gives a shit? You could have that anywhere. It'd be creepy right here outside the fucking front door. Back door, I guess. But, um, yeah. Yep, uh, I'm I've gonna... never seen a horror movie that had no horror in it. Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm of the same general opinion. I'm going to give it a one because of that scene in the tent. I think it's creepy, but that's or as Gannon would say, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. He's learning his words. He's doing great. Learning to count. Next time, just film an hour and 45 minutes of him doing that. I'll oh watch my God, that. that's so fucking cute. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take notes on it. I know. These are his numbers. A one. Hee hee. Ha ha. Baba. And a nine. <laughs> he should be on Sesame Street. It's amazing. <laughs> So a one uh, 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 uh. <laughs> is two. I don't know where. Like... And if he takes too long to answer a question or a prompt from us, then Talison will just go. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's supposed to say something. He's just goes really excited. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> that's really great. Like there's this one line in one of their books that's adore your black cat. And I always go adore your black. And Gannon usually goes. And but like if he does it, then Talison will go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he took steps today. Good. Yeah. So cute. All right. Uh, Sorry. um, What's your pick? Oh, it is Vic's pick. Vic's pick. Yeah. So we got through our horror ratings and everything else. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. If you really like this movie, if I'm not sorry. If you really like this movie, you're weird. I think you're weird. (laughs) I know my older sister and her group of friends really like this because it came out right around an early. Oh, I'm Victor's older sister. Look at me. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it came out around a really informative time, so I assume that they have good memories of maybe going to see this together and, and enjoying it and whatever. But I, I just I don't even have that level of nostalgia to give to. I'm it. I'm guessing so, what they thought about this is how I thought about Twenty Eight Days Later, presumably, which is weird because Twenty Eight Days Later was a good movie. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, my my new friend Carrie did say that it really freaked her out whenever she was in high school and it was Carrie. Yeah. And it was because um of the marketing. They marketed it as being a real thing, so it freaked her out. Yeah. Let me tell you something about marketing. They have all these commercials running for every fast food place now, like they're they're burgers that are made with like plant stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, I've tried each and every one. Those commercials are talking them up. Like you can't tell the difference. You can fucking tell the difference. Did you like any of them? No. <laughs> there was one I thought I actually would like, and I. All right, listeners, um, I dare you try me. Go buy a veggie burger and a real burger and prepare them the same way. Bring it to me. I guarantee you, I'll tell the difference. Bring the burger to me. <laughs> right, what are we watching? Oh my god! I've tried to answer it like multiple times, and you're the we're one busy. Who... Oh my god! Okay, what are we watching? <laughs> Actually, there's this. Uh... <laughs> I wasn't doing anything but kick myself in the river. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to talk about. Um, my pick is what I'm about to say. It's called. In the Earth. And it looks really fucking creepy. In the Earth. In the Earth. It just came out. It is on demand currently on, uh, I think, like HBO Max and maybe a couple of other services. Um, can you look that up real quick, Kitty? Yeah. I believe. I'm just double checking. I've sure. never heard of it. But I don't watch anything either. <laughs> Besides. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, I think it literally came out like within the past month. Um, yep. In uh. the Earth. Um, As the world searches for a cure to a devastating virus, a scientist and a park scout venture deep into the woods. As night falls, their journey becomes a terrifying voyage through the heart of darkness as the forest comes to life around them. And it was released in April. In the earth. A scientist and a park scout. I'll pretend to know what that is. I guess it's a ranger of some kind. You could say park ranger or boy no. scout. <laughs> it has... A man scout. <laughs> um, This guy from that show. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. What is the oh, name of that show? Um, John Bernthal? No, no, no. No. That He's... looks like John Bernthal His from here. His name is Joel Fry. Oh. He is from uh, The Witcher. Still haven't seen The Witcher. Was That's he pretty good. in something else that I? Yeah, he was in that um, uh, the one about the voices and the the blonde girl, blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, okay. He was her boyfriend or something. No, he wasn't. He was her cellist. Not that I want to start picking this movie apart right away, but it's called In the Earth. In the Earth. But a forest comes alive and attacks them. Wreck Maybe them. the thing comes from the Earth. Why does it remind me of Lord of the Rings? Maybe you should just settle down. With your speculation, until you watch our next movie in the Earth next week. Okay, tune in here. Wait, so like I'm coming oh, wait, down here I to go to the you? movies with you guys? No, this is uh, it's on demand. Oh, so we so will. I can watch it at on home. HBO on demand. You mean? I literally just asked you to look that up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not but ten seconds ago, and you said, "Yep," like you were my co-pilot. <laughs> Kitty, can you punch in these coordinates? We need those, or else we're gonna crash into this star. Yep. <laughs> You have to oh, buy. That's interesting. Buy or rent it. It is on YouTube, Google Play, YouTube, Morning. and Amazon. Morning. Prime. Morning. Hull integrity at fifteen percent. Kitty, get me those coordinates. I'm on it. I have. Did you know executive dysfunction? Morning. Okay. Morning. 
Oxygen levels critical. Kitty. I would never be in that position because I have executive dysfunction issues. Oh, God. But you also have ADD, which makes you amazing at taking tests. She oh aced our pilot's test. There's no way that she's not capable of this trip. Oh, hey, Reese Shearsmith's in it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So next week, tune in for our review of In the Earth. None of us have ever seen it, which I'm really excited about. I've watched the trailer, but it, um, I typically try not to do that. But in order to see if it's something that's even going to be uh, you know, on the level to, to, to be something that I might enjoy, um, I do usually watch one trailer for something if I don't have a general idea for it. So looks creepy. Um, I hope it is. Tune in next week to find out what we thought of it. Um, you can... Find us on iTunes and or iTunes isn't a thing anymore. Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called now. Um, Google Play, I think Stitcher. iTunes is still a thing. What, whatever you listen to, <laughs> uh, your podcasts on, please find us. You listen to us there, rate us, um, and uh, send us emails at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. Sorry if you liked Blair Witch. But I'm really sorry if you liked Blair Witch. Our, <laughs> I'm really sorry for you if you liked Blair Witch. Uh, our opinions are our own. It came to me. I found it. It's mine. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Guys, I'm so excited. Um, 